Our final question for today is 537. How did Moses pray? The prayer of Moses was typical of contemplative prayer. God, who called to Moses from the burning bush, lingered in conversation with him often and at length, face to face like a man with his friend. Exodus chapter 33 verse 11. In this intimacy with God, Moses attained the strength to intercede tenaciously for his people. His prayer thus prefigured the intercession of the one mediator, Christ Jesus. For my personal reflection, today I'll cover questions 536 and 537. Right from the creation story, we see many examples of men reaching out to God in prayer. We find God being pleased with the prayer of the upright men and rejecting the prayers of the wicked. We would also see why the prayers of the wicked would be rejected by God because what they seek is not in conformance with the will of God or for the good of their salvation or the salvation of others. And so God has to reject it because it is not in their best interest. God accepted the sacrifice of Abel and not his brother Cain because Cain's offering was made with a spirit of competition in rivalry to Abel because Cain was jealous of Abel because he found that God was pleased with Abel and that angered Cain. So Cain's sacrifice was rejected. We see the ritual of sacrifice right from the beginning in Old Testament and we see it continued when after the flood, Noah makes an offering to God and God is pleased with Noah and a rainbow appears in the sky to mark God's covenant with Noah. God promises to never destroy the earth by flood or water because of Noah's faithfulness and his trust in God. Similarly with Abraham, we see Abraham offering sacrifices to God and we see God promising him numerous descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. And Abraham's intercessory prayers saves the lives of his brother and his family when Sodom and Gomorrah is destroyed by fire. We see that Abraham trusted in God against all odds and was submissive to God. And he, Abraham knew the will of God because he walked with God. His heart was one with the heart of God. So they could discern the right, uh, uh, right actions and right decisions because he was always discerning to do God's will. And we know that Abraham shows the ultimate um, proof of his love and trust in God by even willing to sacrifice his only son. Of course, God intervened and provided him a ram to sacrifice in place of his son. And later we do see God being faithful to his promise. And Abraham, Abraham has numerous children. We also see Enoch who is said to be someone who walked with God. Whenever we hear this phrase, walking with God, it means that the person is a, 
a person of prayer, a person who lives in the presence of God in prayer. And Enoch's prayer was so efficacious that at the end of his life, he was so God was so pleased with Enoch that he was taken up body and soul to heaven. And then later we see God chooses Moses and through the deeds and intercession of Moses, God saves the people of Israel from slavery in Egypt. I'd like to read a few excerpts from the Catechism um, on these uh, patriarchs. From paragraph 2569, we see the first nine chapters of Genesis describes this relationship with God as an offering of the firstborn of Abel's flock as the invocation of the divine name at the time of Enoch and as walking with God. Noah's offering is pleasing to God who blesses him and through him all creation because his heart was upright and undivided. Noah, like Enoch before him, walks with God. This kind of prayer is lived by many righteous people in all religions. And in the same paragraph 2569, we read, Beginning with our father Abraham, prayer is revealed in the Old Testament. In 2570, Abraham's heart is entirely submissive, so the word and so he obeys. Abraham's prayer is expressed first by deeds, a man of silence. He constructs an altar to the Lord at each stage of his journey. Only later does Abraham's first prayer in words appear. A veiled complaint reminding God of his promises, which seem unfulfilled. And the last sentence there, Abraham fulfills the test of faith in his fidelity of God. In 2571, we see the patriarch is ready to welcome a mysterious guest into his tent. Again, speaking of Abraham here, and he is hospitable to them. Even though he doesn't know them, he's hospitable to them. And Abraham's heart is attuned to his Lord's compassion for men and he dares to intercede for them with bold confidence. Abraham interceded for sinners. As a final stage in the purification of his faith, Abraham, who had received the promises, is asked to sacrifice his son God had given him. Abraham's faith does not weaken, for he considered that God was able to raise men even from the dead. And so the father of believers is conformed to the likeness of the father who will not spare his own son, but will deliver him up for us all. Prayer restores man to God's likeness and enables him to share in the power of God's love that saves the multitude. And then we see also with Jacob, God renews his promise to Jacob, the ancestor of the 12 tribes of Israel. Jacob wrestles all night with a mysterious figure who refuses to reveal his name, but who blesses him before leaving him at dawn. From this account, the spiritual tradition of the church has retained the symbol of prayer as a battle of faith 
and as the triumph of perseverance. So whenever you're discouraged in prayer, when you experience dryness, remember this phrase, prayer is a battle of faith and as the triumph of perseverance. So have faith and persevere in prayer. Do not give up. Trust in God. And Moses is the next patriarch in paragraph 2574 onwards. It's about Moses. We read, Here again the initiative is from God. From the midst of the burning bush he calls Moses. It is because he is the living God who wants men to live. God reveals himself in order to save them. He calls Moses to be his messenger and associate in his compassion, his work of salvation. There is something of a divine plea in this mission and only after long debate does Moses attune his own will to that of the Savior God. Moses also learns how to pray. He balks, makes excuses, above all questions. And it is in response to his question that the Lord confides his effable name, which will be revealed through his mighty deeds. The Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Moses' prayer is characteristic of contemplative prayer by which God's servant remains faithful to his mission. Moses converses with God often and at length, climbing the mountain to hear and entreat him and coming down to the people to repeat the words of his God for their guidance. Moses is interested with all my house. With him I speak face to face, clearly not in riddles. For Moses was very humble, more so than anyone else on the face of the earth. From this intimacy with a faithful God, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, Moses drew strength and determination for his intercession. He does not pray for himself, but for the people whom God made his own. It is chiefly after this apostasy with the people often would not be faithful to God and Moses would stand up and pray for, for the people. Moses stands in the breach before God in order to save the people. And further in 2577 we read, The arguments of his prayer for intercession is also a mysterious battle will inspire the boldness of the great intercessors among the Jewish people and in the church. God is love. He is therefore righteous and faithful. He cannot contradict himself. He must remember his marvelous deeds since his glory is at stake and he cannot forsake this people that bears his name. That was from paragraph 2577. In conclusion, we must always remember God wishes to save us. God does not wish for us to be punished. We need to be people who walk in the presence of God. We need to be righteous people. We need to be a people of peace, people who wish to help others, not just corporal works of mercy, 
but desire for their salvation and pray for their spiritual needs we need to first walk with god through our deeds and through our prayer and then we will be able to submit to the will of god and to be able to live a life of righteousness and to pray for the salvation of ourselves and for all those god has put in our lives and we will be able to obey god righteous people of all religions are called to pray for peace understanding and unity and to walk in the presence of god like the patriarchs and to gain wisdom and to know god and to follow him in the right way that's my reflection for today i hope you have a blessed day everyone and thank you for listening